0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. How much can a TV show talk about a character who isn't actually a character in the show and doesn't appear in the show, but is central to the show's premise and you want to avoid naming the character? Well, if the show is Supergirl, everyone knows the elephant that's not in the room. I'm Earl Green and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for October 26th, and today we take a look at the premiere of Supergirl in 2015. Warner Brothers decided to bring Supergirl to the small screen, and CBS liked the developer's take on the character. Executive producer and screenwriter Greg Berlanti said he viewed the character in terms of Ginger Rogers. The popular line about her career is that she did everything Fred Astaire did, but she did it backwards in high heels. They got the green light for 13 episodes. While there wasn't apparently any specific legal reason, writers avoided using the name Superman, though the Man of Steel got mentioned quite a bit. They always referred to him as Supergirl's cousin, or with lines like, Can Metropolis spare him for a bit? It's possible that there was an unspoken agreement to avoid naming names because Warner Brothers was worried about one of their prime properties getting associated with a series that didn't make it. But Supergirl did make it. Despite a fair bit of exposition for her backstory, Melissa Benoist landed Supergirl on her feet. Her daytime gig is Cara Danvers' very Devil Wears Prada as she assists media mogul Callista Flockhart. She entrusts a couple of co-workers with her secret, including a notably buff Jimmy, uh, sorry, James Olsen, who her cousin sent to keep an eye on her. Kara's adoptive sister, Alex, is a scientist and government agent, working for a group to protect the nation from aliens, and of course Supergirl winds up working closely with them. It's a bit formulaic with several tropes we've seen elsewhere, but the acting is fresh and the writing is quite good. Due to circumstances beyond her control, Kara was delayed in arriving at Earth, where she was sent to watch over the infant Kal-El. When she did arrive 15 years late and still only age 9, Her cousin didn't exactly need her protection. She was raised by an Earth family and shunned her powers, which shows a Herculean commitment for a child. When she does reach the point of having to use her powers, she's immediately thrust into the limelight. That's where the real Ginger Rogers comparison kicks in supergirl isn't really used to her powers she has to learn on the job she is prone to misjudging how best to handle a crisis like when instead of blowing out a dock fire she moves an oil tanker away from the dock but in doing so ruptures the storage tank causing an oil spill this sets the stage for a dynamic not unlike that between peter parker j jonah jameson and spider-man familiar tropes but well written Supergirl lasted only a season on CBS, but the CW happily picked it up. Season 2 opened with Superman, name and all, coming to National City to help out. Even Batman and Gotham City got mentioned eventually. Supergirl ran for a total of six seasons, ending in 2021. The storytelling was always well received, despite some grumbling from certain sectors that the show was too socially conscious. It won four Saturn Awards, including two for Melissa Benoist as Best Actress. It won two. People's Choice Awards and was nominated for a host of others including from glad for its positive portrayal of LGBTQ characters. In a world of superheroes and men in spandex, Supergirl stood out as a fresh series with intelligent strong female role models. It was able to hold an audience and garner respect for a character that had long been largely ignored or at least vastly overshadowed by her super cousin. In the end, it accomplished exactly what it set out to do. Supergirl showed she was Every bit as talented as Ginger Rogers. She danced without being able to see where she was going and pulled it off with all the skill of the guy who got all the credit and doing it with grace and a smile. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for October 26th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment.